Hi everyone, this is GoGoDM, and welcome to tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Before we begin, we'd like to do a shout out to our Perilous partner, Describe. For those who don't know what Describe is, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, it is a website resource for DMs where you can search a database of thousands of pieces of information related to your fantasy game to help you describe things to your players. For instance, you could search for a place, an item, a creature, or situation, and Describe will put up a professionally written box text on your screen that you can read to your players. Now these box texts are just amazing how well written they are, and they really raise the level of your game for your players, theater of the mind. We have used Describe in our games, and our players have loved it. It's really an amazing tool for every DM, so I would highly recommend you go check them out. So we have a link in the description, and if you decide you'd like to subscribe to their service, use the coupon code PERILOUS at checkout to get an additional 10% discount. And thank you again to our PERILOUS partner, Describe. And if you'd like to support our PERILOUS pursuits and get some cool perks, consider supporting us on Patreon. Our patrons can get access for things like private links to our after-show discussions, uh, listening live to our shows on Discord, submitting NPC names for use in our games, playing an NPC in a game session, and even becoming a core player in a future Perilous Adventure. So we would really appreciate your support, so check it out at patreon.com perilous. And now, let's go ahead with tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Hello everyone, you are listening to Perilous Pursuits, a live D&D podcast where a bunch of us nerdy-ass friends sit around and play D&D. In this chapter, we follow the adventures of The Menagerie. Warning, some content may not be suitable for all audiences. And now, let's jump into tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Welcome to a special episode of the Menagerie, Episode 8, Absolution. Tonight we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to have four short stories make up this episode. Starting with Part 1, A Different Path. Andros is invisible. He is sitting on a, a raft being pulled upstream. The party has stopped the third bridge where the entrance of the sewers and um, this is the point where Andros has just rolled a stealth check to slip into the water and Dagger turns and notices uh, something splash about in the water just um, subtly um, and to his knowledge it just looks like a snake, a large snake kind of slithering um, your trunk is like a periscope, like a snorkel sticking up out of the water, and to him it looks like a snake. Yeah, it's it, like what most people, when they just kind of float underwater, they're they're just below the surface, and I'll have my trunk up, kind of like a periscope, like you said, just kind of breathing, so I don't have to reveal my whole body. Right. Because um, the main iceberg underwater. And... So I need to know, do you swim upstream or downstream? Uh, I'm gonna s- just let the carry the current carry me downstream. Uh, you know, I might be splashing a little bit just to get my e- equilibrium a little bit, but once I kind of get settled, I have my 
my trunk out of the water. You know, I'll just kind of float down, downstream. And you're still invisible at this moment. Yes. So you're able to float downstream um, under all the bridges and not be detected by any of the uh, posted guards on the bridges. Right. And I may pop my head up just once in a while to see where I'm at, but my intent is to crawl out of the water at the beach area where the tent and the murder happened. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to get all the way downstream and, and back towards where the beach is. And I'd say at about this point, um, you lose invisibility. It's, it's not something that you choose it just all of a sudden drops right but you're aware you're aware of this yeah and so and you... yeah so I, I'll, I see the beach and I'll start swimming towards it and I'll just be you know I'm not exactly the most athletic person so I might be coughing and sputtering a little bit as I crawl out of the beach onto the beach with my my hands and knees Okay, and this is uh, the beach area um, on the southern side where the tent and the uh, crime Correct. scene is? I, I I was aiming for that, where the crime scene was. Okay. And I crawl uh, up onto so, the, the beach, and I guess I see some soldiers still there? Yeah, there's going to be uh, a regiment. Uh, the captain of uh, the city watch is there, and as you come crawling onto the beach. I mean, it's it's late at night. Yeah. It's uh, like uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that. Um, and the guards on the beach are alerted to your presence and they draw their swords and spears and uh, approach and say, uh, Halt, who goes there? And I, uh, as I come out into the air from the nice warm water of the uh, river, I, I shiver from the cold air and uh, I'll look up at them and I'll say I was present in the tent on the night of the murder and I'll just hang my head low and the Trip. captain will will give a hand signal and the uh, regiment that guards there there's about five of them they'll surround you and, and keep you at spear length um, and um, the captain will say uh, you need to come with us they begin to lead you back towards never ember castle and i don't resist i just follow uh, so the the whole way they are keeping you at a, at a distance. You're quite a large figure compared right. to uh, the guards. They're humans. And Andros, and, his head is hanging low. He's he's never felt more depressed probably in his life. He's shivering from the cold. Wet clothes clinging to him. Ah, uh, he's hit rock bottom. And, and they, follow, he just follows them. They escort you um, into the 
guards outbuilding inside the courtyard of Never Ember Castle. Um, and there you see chief of the city watch who is sitting at a desk and the door is open for you and you're kind of prodded in there in this room there's a cage kind of like a holding cell and you are ushered into this cage do you resist or you sound like you're going willingly no i i follow all of their instructions silently so you're um you're led into this cage and they close and lock the door behind you and the chief of the watch um, uh, addresses the captain and you you can't quite hear what they're saying but the captain informs the chief of the uh, the, the scenario this uh, how they found you and what you professed to them on the beach. And then the captain leaves the guardhouse and um, Is this kind of like a cage in an open room? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a large cage. Yeah. Um, but it's in an open room and there in the room is a, a desk. The chief then walks over to the cage says um the captain tells me uh, that you you have uh, something to confess. And uh, with a heavy heart, Andros will just slowly look at him. He's got bags under his eyes. Looks like a broken, a broken Loxodon. And he'll say, my confession is to my goddess LaRue but she demands that I follow the laws so I will tell you I was in the tent on the night of the murder and did you um, do you know the identity of the others that were with you in the tent And I'll say, my understanding of the laws is I must take responsibility for myself. And this is what I'm doing tonight. I cannot take responsibility for others. My mistress. So what, is it, what is it that happened in the tent? Describe to us um, the events of that night. Andros will kind of pace back and forth. He's feeling a lot of conflicted uh, emotions right now. The friendship and, and uh, his morality, what he wants to do, what his goddess wants him to do, what the law wants him to do. And he says, there was a man that died. He was trying to sell some items that looked 
I wasn't sure if they were illegal or not, but they may be. He, uh, there's some differences of opinion between pricing and what was paid and what wasn't. And uh, he did hold a knife to one of the people in the tent. And uh, I will say he was the first one to draw a sword. Fortunately, um, that's all I'm able to say. Well, maybe you, um, you won't tell us who was there, but can you tell us what these items were that were being sold? And uh, Andros just kind of sits down, leans against the bars. And, no, I can't. But I am here to take responsibility for myself being there that night. Well, so far, um, if you won't confess to the murder, you we at least know that you're an accomplice to the murder. Just and squat. if you're unwilling to uh, give us the identity of who was with you that night or um, you know, we have to hold you here until we can figure out who it was. Um... I accept my responsibility in what happened. I wish it didn't happen. I wish if I could find a way to take that back, to make it right, I'd do that. And the chief walks over to his desk and he um, he flips through some papers on the desk, uh, reports from earlier that day, earlier the days prior. And as he's reading through the reports, he said, we know, we know that you came into town with a tabaxi. You went through a checkpoint earlier um we know that you um know this person Andros we are we're currently looking for him and uh whoever his accomplice was Andros will just turn his head to the side and he'll lightly touch the soul necklace on his chest just kind of rubbing it, remembering. Not not informing them anything, just more of an unconscious reaction. And he'll say something to um, to one of the guards there in the room with him, and uh, the guard will uh, leave the leave the the guardhouse and. Um, He'll return 
say, 10 minutes later with uh, a paladin of Pelor and Aarakocra. And uh, Andros doesn't really notice. He's just, his head's turned to the side with his eyes closed. He's feeling a lot of mixed emotions and grief and despair. And the Aarakocra will enter and approach the cage and say, Andros, is that you? And Andros will recognize the voice and he'll He'll turn his head up and his eyes will go wide looking at uh, at the Aarakroka I'm guessing that he met in Oakhurst yes this is Zed you recognize him he recognizes you and Zed will say uh, what what's going on here um that you you hold my friend here and, and in such a state he, he's stripping wet can no one offer him a towel or or uh, a way to uh, dry off what's what what's, what's the meaning of this kind of barbaric um, treatment and his hands and arms are shaking from the cold you see his body kind of convulsing a bit again the uh, captain or the chief will a motion to one of the guards to go procure a towel and uh, they bring back like it's a man-sized towel but it's it's kind of more like a napkin um and uh offer it to uh zed who gives it to you here andros at least dry yourself off Andros just kind of looks up at him and a, a tear runs down his face. And he just says, I I deserve what I'm what's happening to me. Liru, I've I've let my mistress down. Come now, Andros. Um these men here just want the truth. Surely, um, LaRue would want you to be truthful and and help bring the culprits in. Tell them what you know. And uh, Andros is, is, he's got a heavy weight on him right now. He uh, looks up at Zed. Not sure what to say. This is... LaRue would want me to be true to myself. I can't take responsibility for others, but I'll take responsibility for myself. I'll be your pound of flesh for this murder now do with me what you will and and, and the chief the chief will um bring up the questioning over the items say um if you're willing to confess 
to purchasing illegal items. What was the item that you purchased? I actually didn't purchase anything. So it's, you're telling me it's you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time? This seems to be my life. It's my lot in this world. And he'll look up at Zed and say, Is there any way this can be fixed? What if that man never died? Oh, you're talking about, um, is there a way about necromancy? Like bringing someone back from the dead? Well, I've heard tales of higher clerics that it's something that's possible and not necessarily something through necromancy, but through the power of LaRue or Pelor or the god that you serve. Have, have you I heard suppose, of that? I, yeah, I suppose if you, um, if you are of a high enough level that you have a closeness with your deity, uh, that that can grant the renewal of uh, a revitalization of the dead, then it's possible that one could resurrect. And I'll look at the captain of the guard and I'll say, if the man was alive, would there still be charges? Uh, as far as the charges of um, murder, uh, no. As far as the charges of illicit activity, uh, I think that there's there's still some some foul work going on here. But uh, as far as the charges of murder, no, those would be dropped. And Andros makes a mental note finds a direction where he feels he needs to go. And, uh, makes a promise to himself and whispers under his breath, oh, I'm going to make this right. For Dagger. And he doesn't say it loud enough for anyone to hear. <laughs> All right, then. Um, the chief uh, will approach you and say, if, if there's nothing more, we're going to have you moved into a proper cell uh, where we're going to hold you until we can find the other culprits and um, then you can identify them and they can be brought to justice. And uh, Andros never really took the towel. He was just sitting down and 
He's shaking, he's cold, and he kind of stands up. He looks thinner. He looks weaker. Bags under his eyes. Speckles. Little black speckles on his tusk. Which were never there before. And uh, he just looks up at the captain and he says, You do what you must, and I will do what I must. Okay, and then um, your uh, your items, your weapons, your all the things that you have on you are were then stripped from you. You are led down to basically what is the um, the jail um, underneath castle um, of Never Ember. Which is, you know, it's not a well-kept place. It is more uh, similar to what you would consider to be a dungeon. Right. You are locked away in a cell secured with a magic lock, something that is then cast over the lock. You're locked in this room. And I'd say the only items that you would have with you I'd say something like uh, your feather is something they'll see and be like, uh, ah, this is uh this is a magic item, we're taking this. But yeah. something like your uh, amulet or your um, the necklace that you have. Can I make a request to them? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I'll, I'll show them some of the necklaces I've been working on. And I'll say, I'll probably have some time. Is it possible I could finish these necklaces with my time in there? Um, I'll, show, well, I'll show them the little pieces like a bead and a string and a little block of, you know, I don't want a dagger or anything like that, but <laughs> let's start with the beads and the string. Yeah, since you are um, in a solitary cell, you're not in an area with other inmates. Um, yeah, they'll leave the the necklaces and trinkets that you have, but they're going to take the feather and they're going to take any other items right. and the amulet or the necklace that you have of uh, LaRue that is like this butterfly shaped insole um, that doesn't seem to be something that they are concerned with they let you keep that does it smell a little bit uh, yeah it smells and this is odd because it never it, there was a time where it, it smelled good. It didn't smell anything. And now it seems to have that pungent odor again. Yeah. Andros. Andros is pretty sure he knows why. And he'll sit down in his cell. He's hit rock bottom. He's, he's in a depression. He 
does not want to betray his friends. He does not want to betray his goddess, LaRue. And he's trying to find a way through this puzzle. And talking to Zed, he wonders if there is perhaps a way that might give him some hope. But he just bursts into he bursts into tears when everyone when he's left alone. He's just sobbing. Part two Cellmate. It's later that evening in the jail cell. Um, Andros um, finds uh, that he has uh, that there's someone in the cell next to him. Um, hey, hey, mate, are you are you awake, mate? Can you hear me? Uh, it's uh, just just leave me. Leave me be. What? What's your name, mate? What you in uh, here for? My name is Andros. But you got a deep voice, man. What? What are you? Oh, uh, I'm a Loxodon. Loxodon? I've never even heard of them. Crikey! What's an oxidon? Well, I'm I am an elephant man. Wow, that's too bad. I'd I'd love to put I'd love to see you, mate. But uh, why are you here? I'm I'm Nyrax, by the way. It's my last night in here. These last night. These, these stupid blokes. I don't know what their problem is. I'm just trying to make things right in the world, and they, they throw me in jail. Uh, I'm a witness to a murder, uh, but, and they're, they're holding me until, until they can find the, well, friends of mine who they think killed him. Oh, that's rough, mate. Who's... So you didn't do the you didn't do the murdering? No, but I have guilt. I feel like I'm responsible. That's rough. Well, why don't you just why don't you just turn in the guy who did the murdering, man? Then you're out of here. Just wouldn't be right. I, I just, they're friends of mine. I, I i think there's a way that I can prove, not prove their innocence, but fix what was, what was done wrong. Yeah. And then they would be free. If only there was a way that we could undo what has been done. That sounds like a big one. I gotta say though, you're a pretty good friend. Not turning in your your bodies, your mates. Stand up guy. Well, you sound like a stand up guy. 
Loyalty is uh, something I believe in. I respect it. Well, this is my last night here. What are you in here for? I, uh... They were cutting down trees, mate. They were just... And, and they just keep shipping them off to the city here. Like, I don't mind a city that works together with nature, but... They just keep cutting them down and cutting them down. They were putting them on boats and shipping them elsewhere, and... They weren't planting new trees. It's just not right. There's no balance there. I just felt like, uh... Someone had to put a stop to it, so I kind of went in there and, you know, made it a little difficult for them to to do their operations. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I think you're right. Like, if they're going to cut down one tree, then they should plant two, you know, so it's a balance. Yeah, mate. So it's equal, you know, for everyone they cut, they should plant two. You know, for me, it's all about balance between between us and nature and civilization and nature like we can have civilization but you need to respect where we came from you know what i'm saying uh, i think that i think you're right uh, i mean i i can talk to trees no if, you know if i focus if i concentrate really yeah, they have a lot of really unique stories if you just take time to listen to them. Are you a druid? Um, I am a healer. A healer? Wow. Well, who's who? Who do you uh, who do you speak to? Who's your mistress? Who's your goddess? Uh, the mistress. My mistress is Larue. Have you heard of Larue? I have heard of Larue. I've got a lot of respect for her. She is the. Uh, the goddess of nature and the wilderness. Yes, and, and she talks to me. She actually appeared to me and spoke to me once. Really? And Andres looks down at his his necklace and kind of is reminded at the shame. And he kind of pulls back into himself again and and the, the thought of happiness and connection that he had with the Rue, but now is feeling very distant. Oh, that's, that's interesting. You keep saying that uh, tonight's your last night. Are you, are you being released? Well, can I consider you a friend there, Andros? Well, as much as any two cellmates can be friends. You you sound like someone I might be able to to trust. Is that right? I I think that you can trust me. Uh, I am trustworthy and loyal to my friends. Well. But a week ago, I was just stewing in my uh, cell here, and I just noticed something funny about one of my uh, the blocks here at the back of my cell, and I started picking at it, and it became looser and looser, and I think I 
I got a way out of here. You know, I don't really belong in here. It's, it's, there's no real laws that tell me that I should be in here. So I'm, uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave tonight. You got, you were imprisoned because people were cutting down trees, but how were you captured? Like you never finished that story. Oh, well, I was, uh, you know, I would sneak into this, this logging camp, uh, just east of, east of town. And, uh, I would, uh, they got these machines that would be like, cutting up the stuff and they, they chopped down the trees. So I would dull their axes or I'd break an ax in the night or they have these saws and I would cut off all the teeth and, you know, it, I thought if, if I do enough little trickery like that they would just give up and maybe cost a little bit too much for them to to keep going rather than uh you know maybe just give up let the trees grow so but those bastards they i think they they understood that some someone was screwing around with them and uh you know one night uh had a bunch of them uh ambush me and they they were waiting for me to do something and they caught me and then they're uh, dragging me out to the road and they, they ran into these uh, these paladins and asked to bring me to the to Neverwinter. So, yeah, these, these paladins, uh, I had to walk behind their horses and chains and brought me here. Here I am. But... And you, your sentence is up, or you're going to sneak out? Oh no, no, no! They, they told me they were going to bring me to the judge, and you know, but it's been weeks and weeks and weeks, and I don't think they have any plan on doing anything with me. I think they'd just like to see me rot, become part of the dirt. So, I figure I, uh, you know, I thought about it. I think I'm. I think I was doing the right thing, so I passed judgment on myself, and I'm going to let myself out. Well, uh, I don't think I can go with you. Uh, I, I need to stay here. Uh, there's just some things that aren't right, and I, I think I need to stay here to atone for them. I understand that. You got to feel right inside. I think that if I just stay here, that LaRue will let me know when it is uh, I've paid my penance uh, or I've, I've been able to redeem myself. That's fair. Fair right on that. I can understand that, mate. Like I said, you got to be... If you're going out into that big world, you got to be right with yourself and with your god. What's that smell? Oh, it smells like old shoes. Ah, it's disgusting. Yes, it is. It's reminding me of that I'm just not right with Larue. Oh, it's coming from you. Yes. Oi. My condolences. 
Well, mate, anything you'd like? Uh, do you need anything done on the outside? Because uh, I think it's time for me to, to make my slip. I need to find a way to resurrect a body. Ooh. That's, that's a big one. Uh, well, you're a cleric. You do those kind of things, don't you? His name was Erad. He was the dock master. I remember meeting him. I met him once. We, we did a couple of little trades on the side. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting bloke. He had a nice family, a couple kids, nice wife. And Andros's shoulders slump again at the knowledge of what the, what he was involved with. Wait, wait this Erad is is this the guy who? Uh... Yes, this this is all my fault. Oh my! Well. I'm not saying Erad was perfect. He he had his moments where he could be a bit of an ass. But uh, that's rough, man. That's rough. I feel so bad for them. If there's anything I can do, yeah. I must find them and repay. His, his family were doing too good. I know they were. Uh, his little boy was sick. He couldn't afford any doctors. That's what he told me. He's trying to get more money out of me. I don't know if wow. it's true or not, but you never know. Wow. Well, maybe I'll. Uh, I could pop by and see the wife. Maybe I'll uh, I'll bring him a couple of groceries or something. Pay my respects. Is there uh, anything you'd like me to to say to them? I don't know. Is that weird? Yeah, it's something that I think I need to make right. I mean, if you can help them out in the meantime, I'm sure that I would appreciate it. I'm sure they would appreciate it. But um, it's something that uh, I must make right. Yeah, they, they took all my gold when they put me in here. And I didn't really have a lot. But uh, I was able to hide my spear uh, uh, before I... I didn't bring it with me when I was sabotaging him, so I, I kept it in a spot in the city here. That's all I got on me, man. Maybe a few gold I left with my uh, my stash. Fortunately, but uh, all I can say, mate, is uh, just keep trusting in Larue. She won't let you down. As long as you don't let her down. And uh, keep your chin up. 
Andros, I think you sound like a good mate. Maybe one day we can meet up again. I hope it all works out for you. But uh, I think it's time may Larue, to go. May Larue watch over you. I appreciate it, mate. May you stay out of trouble. Well, we'll see. I'm not fond of trouble, but sometimes it finds me. You take care there, Andros. And you hear this big rock kind of sliding off and uh, kind of squ someone squishing through a small space and then the quiet no noises get quieter and quieter. And then uh, it comes back and the rock, it's almost like it's being pulled back into place. Part three, Nyrax. Nyrax comes out of the sewers. Uh, are you still on roll 20? Yep. Okay, I've got the map up. Let's say you find your way out of the sewers or the tunnels that you've dug your way into the sewers at this point right here and this is um it's maybe like a, a grocery market for the upper class it's not a house maybe the middle of the night on the night where the guys were like in the slums and you have just found your way out of the sewers here in the market that is just it's totally quiet it's all shut down and you're trying to sneak your way out of the city or maybe I don't know maybe not maybe there's something you want to do in the city yet um I think remember he's... you have nothing yeah but but the rags on your back and all of your items are in the forest of Neverwinter. Near the uh, logging camp. The logging camp, yeah. I think Nyrex, you know, being a nature lover, he'd probably try to stick to the trees, where there's clumps of trees. Um, he might swim across the river at a point where he knows he could kind of sneak out, hide in some trees, get over to the the slummery, slummer area. Okay, so you're going to head this way? Yeah, and uh, you know, I think he would head due east. He wouldn't cross a bridge. I think he would just More. try to, yeah, right around in there somewhere and, and go across. I think he would probably cross actually, so he crosses into this past the, the guard gate. So working his way through yeah. the city yeah to here somewhere around there yeah okay and then at night time he would he would cross make your stealth roll you got to still make rolls make your stealth roll to pass through this upper district okay. to get to the river's edge uh 
that's a seven. Uh, actually, actually, hang on. Uh, I am a druid. Can I beast shape into a... Uh, I can do a CR1. So I could, like, beast shape into, like, a fish or something like that. Just go down okay. to go down to the river and beast shape into a wild shape into a like a fish. Okay, so the stealth roll that you've already made, yeah, is you in a humanoid form. Yeah, and you can turn into a fish once you get to the river, but we're yeah. not there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Okay, so with your roll of seven for stealth, um. There is three guards who are traveling up this road. My tool here. There are three guards traveling up this road, and there are three more coming back down in this direction. Yep. At just the moment where you cross this portion right here. Okay. You're gonna look both sides and just bolt for the river. Double dashing. Okay, and they're gonna sound an alarm. And they are um those six guards are gonna come chasing after you. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that this is like a race. Um and it's not necessarily, I don't have to go into initiative here, but we're, you have how many feet of movement? I've got 30 feet with the dash 60. Okay, they also have 30 feet with a dash 60. Okay. So they are like 10 feet behind you and maintain 10 feet behind you. Yeah. And I so run, running I'm running straight for, the, straight for the, uh, is that a cliff or shoreline or what? Yeah, it's just the shore. Uh, so, well, is there a cliff for a little bit further east? All of this is just shoreline. Just shoreline, okay. I'm just going to run into the, uh, run full speed into the water and dive under. As soon as I dive under, I wild shape into a fish. Okay, they are, three of them are going to get shots at you. Okay. For just running? <laughs> well... As you dive into the water, and so you're not dashing anymore, they're not dashing anymore. So your action to jump into the water and do your wild shape or whatever, yeah. they're going to get three of the six of them are going to get shots at you with their bows. Okay. And so I've got a really shitty armor class. So. Okay. That's a 20, dirty 20. That hits. Dirty 15. Hits. And 17. That hits. Okay. That is four, eight, twelve points of damage. Okay, I just take it and let's see. actually I was looking at this earlier 
So I'm going to turn into a I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll turn into a reef shark. Okay. Okay, so you take the damage, dive into the water, and then you turn to a shark and start swimming upstream? Yeah. And how? what's your movement as a shark? How much swim speed do you have? Uh... Just looking that up. Uh, swim speed of 40. Okay, dash at 80. So you now start making your way up this um, river. Quite easily um, manage to get away from them. There is a commotion that's happening behind you, but you leave it in the dust real quick you uh you're gone like a shark in water do you how far up the river do you want to go and how long does your wild chamber yeah i'm just looking at that bell or is it a? it's a spell or sorry it's a a, a racial treat so i get to do it twice per short rest how long does it last? Um, okay. you regain expenditure short for long rest. That's weird. Oh, two hours. Okay, so with that kind of swim speed and that length or duration, you can swim all the way to the logging camp if you wish. Yeah, uh, I think he's not. He's just getting out of town. He's going to the logging camp. Okay. And then he'll, underwater, he'll transform back to a human and swim to shore, and then probably on foot get to the logging camp, or where okay, stash is. So at the logging camp, this is the middle of the night. Yeah, and I had stashed it uh, like away from the logging camp, not in the logging camp. True, but there is still a regiment of loggers asleep at the logging camp in tents. Sure, okay. And they might have one or two um, people on watch. And so you need to roll some kind of a stealth to be able to see how quietly you move from the water into the forest. Just that kind of, uh, whether or not it's right by their camp or it's away from their camp, roll your stealth. Okay. Uh, so 13. <laughs> 13. If both of their perceptions be. So if they hear a commotion, 
something in the water and they go to investigate. Uh, and I guess I come out of the water. Yep, you're out of the water, you're in a humanoid form, and they're coming with their torches to investigate the noise they heard. Yeah. I'll just kind of stand there, like, looking ashamed, like uh, I slipped in the water. Got myself all wet. Approach them, or are you running? No, I was just let them walk to me and just say, I was just looking at the river there, and I slipped on a rock into the water. What are you doing here? It's the middle of the night. How did you even get here? Well, I'm on my way to Neverwinter. Who are you? Who are you? Well, we're loggers. We work for the, the logging industry in Neverwinter. Okay, so do you own this road and this river? This is our camp, and you just came... Oh, does the river go right by the camp? Yes. Oh, I thought it went by the road, because otherwise we would have passed it on the road. Well, the road and the river follow each other until it goes into the forest. So did I cross? Did I come out on the road, or did I come out at the camp? Because we never pass the camp when we're on the road. No. You came out of the river next to the logging camp. Okay. Nowhere near the road. Okay. So you're just like, come walking in or, you know, around their camp next to the river? Yeah, I'll just say, yeah, I just walk in the river. Thinking about where I want to fish tomorrow. Okay, make a deception roll. Because even if you're being truthful, this is highly unlikely that it's like one o'clock in the morning and you're looking for a good fishing spot. I rolled a nine. Um, they're going to draw spears and they're going to say, I think you're a thief. I think you came to steal or maybe sabotage. You know, the city watch is going to hear about this. Come with us. And I'll just say, I'm a little more than a thief. And then I'll wild shape into a dire wolf. Okay, let's roll initiative. Do it! Okay. And my hit points go to uh, the dire wolf's hit points. Yeah. Um is Dex here. Plus two. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. And, uh, okay, I'll wait till my turn. Okay. One is ahead of you initiative, one is after you initiative. So, the first one's going to approach and try and stab you with a spear. Okay. That's a dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Okay, I think... 
spear, spear, spears. What's the damage dice on a spear? Uh, spear. Is 1d6. Okay, that's three damage. Okay, I just need to... Yeah, I just need to open up a little note here. <laughs> okay. Three damage? Okay. All right. My turn? Yeah, your turn. Okay. Uh, any way I could just try to growl at these guys to try to, like, intimidate, intimidate. them? There. Yeah. Yeah. That, that if you tr if you choose to do a growl, then if you succeed, that's your action. Mm. No, I'm just if gonna you bite. Fail them. you. They'll have an action. If you succeed, that's your action. I'm just going to bite them. Okay. Which one do you bite? The one that attacked you or the yep. one that hasn't gone yet? The one that attacked me. Okay. That's a uh, 23. Oh, that hits. Uh, for 11 points of damage. Okay. And so you, like, bite onto his arm, and he starts bleeding. And I'm a large beast, eh? I'm not normal. I'm big. You're size large? I'm size large. Whoa, okay. Okay, yeah, he is still up. He's bleeding. And the other one's going to attack you. And that's another dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Four points of damage. Okay. Um, the second guy, um, he's going to reach for a horn on his belt. Can I react to that? Yes. I'm just going to grab the horn and just crush it in my jaws. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll. Or make, let's make it a grapple check. Okay. So it's a versus roll. Uh, let me just see what the dire wolf is at. Uh, 15. Yeah, I rolled a 16. Fuck. Okay, it's the second guy's turn, or, or the first guy. Yeah. He is going to just do another straight attack. That's a natural 20. <sighs> Shit. So that is seven points of damage. Son of a bitch. 
Now it's your turn, and the uh, the second guy has like raised the horn to his lips. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna attack him. You're gonna attack the second guy, or try to get horn away from him. I'll try to get the horn away. Okay, do another grapple check. Seventeen. I got a fifteen. Yeah. Okay, but that's your action. Yeah. I just crush crush it in my jaws. Okay. Um, he's gonna take an attack against you. That's only a seven to hit. Misses. Okay. Now the first guy gets an attack. That's a nineteen to hit. That hits. Two damage. Okay. Now it's your turn. Okay, the guy I originally attacked, who I damaged, I'm gonna attack him. Okay. Oh fuck! Eight. Not hit. He sidesteps your your uh, attack. Okay. So it's the second guy's turn. He attacks for three. The first guy's attack. He attacks for seven. Nice. Okay, again. Attack the damaged guy. Okay. Come on. Uh, that is a 13. 13 hits. Nice. Ooh, double sixes for 15 points of damage. Okay, he goes down. I just rip his throat apart. And then the second guy is going to become enraged. Enraged. <laughs> and he's going to attack with advantage. The barbarian. <laughs> he might be. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. And he does six damage. Oh boy. Okay, I'm gonna attack him. Okay. For a twenty-three. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, twelve points of damage. How do you want to do that? Oh, yeah, he gets enraged, and I just grab onto his, basically his, almost his stomach, and I just rip it apart, and his entrails just fall out onto the ground. So there's the two bloody corpses and two spears lying on the ground and a broken horn. Yep. And because they weren't able to alert any of the other uh, sleeping uh, loggers that are in the tents. Um, you can just see like the fire that they had going is just burning on its own. Yeah. The little fire pit that they have, but no one else has been alerted to this little skirmish that's going on just just on the outskirts of their camp. So, I have keen smell and all that. I'll find the exact spot where my armor is buried. I probably shouldn't have a problem doing that. No, I won't even make you roll for it. And as a dire wolf, I'll dig it up 
quickly. Okay. No problem. You find the items, you dig it all up. Okay. Did you take the gears from the from the loggers? Did I take no. Okay. You should no. go for your own stuff. I have my own. Uh, and I'm just gonna take everything in my mouth and just run full speed away. I got 50 feet Where? speed. Are you running east, north, south, west? Where are you running? Uh, I would run away from the camp, but probably into the forest, deep into the forest. You're running towards Oakhurst. Sure. Okay. Okay. So you know that the river winds its way back and forth deeper into the forest, but the road, which is south of you, kind of is um, more of a direct route between Oakhurst and Neverwinter. Yeah. And you're running east. You're not, you're kind of following the road, but you're not on the road. You're in Correct. the forest. And I'm just staying direwolf form until it runs out two hours. Okay. You make it well and deep into the forest. And what I might do is maybe uh, I'll just hang out on the outskirts of Oakhurst when I return to normal. Uh, you're not going to make it all the way to Oakhurst. Oh, okay. In well, the direction of Oakhurst, but Oakhurst is like four days away. Yeah, not so... Just hours. So two hours of running due east, I guess, as a dire wolf then at 50 foot speed. I'm probably pretty far away from this camp. And I'll just uh, make a camp in the middle of the forest. Maybe sleep in a tree. I'm pretty used to sleeping in the forest, so. Okay. Do you light a fire? Um, I'm pretty deep in the forest, so yeah, I think I might just light a fire. A small one. Okay. Sure. You light a small cooking fire. Um, I'll roll. See if anything in the forest is alerted to your presence. It probably the smell of the dire wolf is around too, in the air. Might scare things away. Okay. You are able to have a long rest in the forest with your gear. Yeah, and I put all my gear on. I sleep in a tree. Okay. Part 4. A Friend's Help We're going to pick up from where Orlear leaves the temple. And you yeah. kind of came into the temple by, by this back door yeah and you said you sort of want to leave by the same route yeah i'll i'll cut through like the trees just to the south to yeah. cut through there and then back along the road and like back along um but i'm gonna come out to the to the bridge side and just like just uh see what's going on there at the bridge side okay make a stealth roll for your exit of the temple and through that um, forest or that treed area there uh 18 okay so you sneak along in um 
you know, through the trees and yeah, and, and it's less about being hidden and more about being um, just acting natural as you yeah, walk through stuff. Right. You don't look like you're of a uh, character of note. You're being yeah. Um, you're acting normal instead of acting weird. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. And you so, avoid, you avoid um, being seen by any of the city watch that would maybe recognize you no matter what you look like. Yeah. So when I come back, so obviously I go through those trees and uh, I'll start here and then I'll make my way uh, east, kind of in that like semicircle path to come to the main intersection right here. Yeah. Um, from that point, I want to walk uh, kind of northeast till I get to the river, kind of like in between about 100 feet away. I don't know what the distance is between that building and the bridge, but just okay. want to like sit there near the bank and just kind of like stare at the bridge to see how the guards are moving across it or if they're standing in one spot. Just okay. Roll a perception. perception check. Well, I'm, I'm sticking with this dice tonight. Um, perception 18. Okay, you see, there's two guards at the at the bridge and uh, this bridge here in question. Yep, yep. And um, there are boatmen along the shore. Mm -hmm. Can I see the guards? Like, how close are they to me? Um, they are about a hundred feet away. Perfect. I will uh, point my finger and message them. And uh, I'll say, oh, hey, have we? Uh, have you heard anything about the Luxodon that they've been looking for? Okay, so y your message to the guard just, in just, his brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he knows it's from you. Nope, he doesn't know. It just a voice pops into his brain because he can't. He doesn't know where it's coming from at this point. I could be pointing standing the other direction back to him and just like point behind me as long as i'm kind of pointed at him so okay so he he whether he thinks it or not you can't hear his thoughts unless he messages he back. replies unless right. he like replies to the message and the question is have you seen the loxodon yeah who is this is the reply I'll, I'll point back i said an equal opportunity uh endeavor uh friends of zed the paladin of pelor um why why message me like this why not show yourself why be so um awkward and weird and he kind of oh, turns. He kind of turns and looks around, yeah. uh, trying to see where this voice is coming from. And uh, I'll just message back. I'll just like check quickly over my shoulder, and uh, just kind of hiding in between the crowd of people, uh, just standing to the side, and say sometimes it's easier to find things when not being seen by everyone walking around. Now, have you or have you not? 
um, who is standing. The, the one who you're talking to is going to stay standing on the bridge, and he's going to uh, motion, and the second guard will start walking towards your side of the bridge. Mm-hmm. I'll message back. I said, it's not polite to send your friend to the wrong side of the bridge. At least send them to the right side. Um, I'm not um, authorized to uh, speak um, on behalf of the City Watch or give information to people who I don't even know and he keeps looking around. Does the guard change direction? No, he does not change direction. Okay. Um, but the one that you're messaging is still yeah. stationed in the middle of the bridge. Mm -hmm. The other one is walking forward, kind of looking, and I'm going to give him a roll. Yeah. Okay. He's still just looking. Yeah. I said, well... I'll message back. I said, it's funny. You guys have all the information, yet your cards are kept behind your back. Can you at least tell me where Zed is so I can speak with him? Do you have new information? Are you withholding information? If I was, it'd only be for Zed's ears, not yours. As you can see, you're far too low down the totem pole. Now, which, where can I find him? And I want to, like, intimidate him by telling him that. Um, he's going to respond, who's this? Who's Zed? Zed, the paladin of Pelor from the Temple of Pelor. Uh, I think you got the wrong number. Where are the city watch? I'll message him back. Wrong number. You seem to know what you're talking about, yet you're holding information back from somebody who's trying to figure out this with you. Now, where can I find Sir Zed, the Aarakocra, the Paladin of Pelor? Um, the other guard is going to reach the uh, the other side, the side of the bridge that you're on. He's now um, he's now on the shore. Yeah. And so he's now like sixty feet from you, mm -hmm. something, something like that, maybe forty feet from you. Sure. Um, give me a stealth roll to see if it versus his perception roll. Uh, 18 again. Okay. So you're tucked down. Maybe you're crouched by a barrel or something or in the tall grass. Mm -hmm. And he's unable to see you. But he's like maybe he's now looking. 20 feet from you. And he's like looking out over the water. He's looking back towards the shore. He can't see you. Yeah. And meanwhile, the guy on the bridge is... um. He's now totally, completely ignoring you. He's not even replying to your messages anymore.
Um, how close is that guard? Do I know where he is, kind of? Well, he's about 20 feet beside you, but he seems mm-hmm. to be turning away and going back towards the to where he came from. Yeah, I'll uh, get up from my position and just... I'll wait till he's like 30 feet away. Yeah. And then and then I'll get up and just walk directly south down the path, joining the rest of the traffic that's already probably walking down. Okay. Keeping pace with like doing the Assassin's Creed blend into the crowd, even even the gate and step. I'll just stride right into it. Okay. So you blend back into the crowd? Yeah. Uh, once I the, lose the guard, I'll go to the next eastern, next eastern bridge, the middle one, and I will uh, find a spot between the eastern and westmost eastern bridge. So, kind of somewhere right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's many more boatmen there. Yeah. I'll just uh, kind of like stand and maybe sit at a bench or a barrel or something like that, and kind of like. Pretend to just like sit down and enjoy the day, and uh, watch the guards and do the start the same whole process again to see if I can persuade one of the guards. Jason, are we in a new day? No. Okay. Uh, we are in the the day where they woke up in the slums. Yes, I'm at full hit points, full spell slots, and ten yeah. temporary hit points. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I have my spells and everything, right? Andros's day is in the new day, yeah. Okay. Oh, but Andros um, is still at a point of exhaustion. Okay. So you're you're in the new day, but you're you didn't sleep well. The guard, these guards on the bridge, there's there's three of them. Perfect. And with your new attempt, one of them is going to head back towards the keep. Perfect. That's what I wanted. So um, I'm not going to... Um, nope, that's you, fine. I'm not going to give you the same uh, dialogue, but you can make another stealth roll to see if you can avoid being seen by the guard who's... You know, uh, it's, it's a procedure that they're just. Yep. Yep. I mean, there's no. I I whisper, so there's no real verbal component. Right. No, it's it's about se. you picked a hiding spot to see if you can avoid. Um, yep. So you make your roll. Uh, Seventeen. Okay, this guard. Uh, seems to he saw you point or something or he saw something that mm-hmm. doesn't look something looks out of place yeah and he's gonna start um he doesn't want to create a commotion so he's moving towards you but he's not like running full tilt at you but he's definitely you've locked mm-hmm. eyes and he's coming towards you perfect that's wonderful um i'll let him come up right close to me if he's gonna walk all the way to me Yep, he will continue to walk to you. He's now like 30 feet from you. Is there something you want to do before he approaches you? Uh, I have my bag on me, so I'll, I'll 
I'll be just rummaging through my bag as if I'm looking for something and I'll, I'll pull out one of my wine skins and kind of like set it on my lap and just start stowing stuff and let him walk. Like if he's going to come up all the way to me, I'm, I'm going to let him call him up all the way. Like, like if he's going to question me. Okay. Yeah. He'll come right up to you and address you and he'll say, um, uh, if you have information about the city watch, uh, you should come with me. I beg, I beg your pardon. Are, are you you're talking to me? Yes, you. Oh, come now, sit, have a drink. If we need to walk to the keep, we can walk to the keep. But you, I insist, come and you sit. You are clear. Uh, the the um captain has has uh, pointed you out and um, he questioned you the other day uh, if you have more information you should come with me right now and I'll again I'll say come and sit there will be plenty of time for talking after after all it might be my last day here come and sit and I'd like to persuade him is it a spell? Are you using a persuasion? Nope. Nope. I'm just going to use my natural charm. I'll okay. be like, have a wine skin out, sitting down. It'll be like the soft. I'm not making any hostile attempts. I'm okay. okay. I'll give you the roll. Oh, that's that's solid. Uh, persuasion 23. Okay. Um, he seems to. Uh, you know, he has a duty, and he's very steadfast with the orders he's been given. Um, he's even being watched by his superior from the bridge at this location, and so he's yep. unwilling to, um, you know, maybe if he was alone, but being that he's actually being watched, he's not going mm -hmm. to, uh, he's not going to start drinking on the job. I'll say that's fine, and I'll take a little sip of the wine. I'll be like, I do need some information before we go. I'm looking for um, Sir Zed from the pal uh, the Paladins of Pelor, the Arakakra that's been called to the guard. Is I, he in I, the... Dude, I don't know. I'm just a guard. Like, you're going to have to ask the captain about that. I, I don't get involved in matters of, of uh, I, you know, man, I'm just here to put in my time and, and drink beer on the weekends. Like, uh, a man of just your duty, just doing your job. Now, come with me. I don't think you want to put your hands on me. Would be foolish. You'd like to keep those. You're in it for just putting time in. Careful. And um, no. he'll look back towards the bridge and kind of wave over some more guards. Yeah. And, and when and... he turns his back, I'll just cast invisibility and I'll be gone. Okay. Um, so three more guards will descend from the bridge or not three two more guards will descend from the bridge and he will search for you now that you've disappeared so you're invisible so you can roll stealth at advantage 
yeah, that's double 18s for uh, 21. Okay. So he's unable to find you, even though you were just right beside him. Slip away. Will, I will walk across the bridge going to the keep. Okay. Um, so you have to pass the other two guards who are coming towards you. Okay. So you can make another stealth roll at advantage for them. That's a natural 20. Okay. So as they're coming down the bridge, you're kind of going back up the bridge and you slip right past them, no problem. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then there's one more guard on the bridge. And so make another roll for him. Uh, another natural 20. <laughs> okay. You slip wow. past these guys tonight. Okay, so you're now on the north side of the water. You've crossed that center bridge. Yeah. And the other, those three, or I guess the four guards that you've passed don't even know that you've passed them. Yeah, and I'll, and I will know the path to the um, captain's office because that's where um, I've already been taken once. Yes, yeah. So I want to, well, I've got an hour of invisibility. I'll, I will take the path to the captain's office, um, taking care not to like step into anybody's way and uh, keep my mind uh, sharp so that I can maybe find uh, Zed the Aarakocra monk, or not monk, um, paladin. Okay. You'll, it'll require a stealth roll as you go through the gate. Like, okay. you, the path is open and the gate is open, but there'll be guards mm -hmm. stationed at the gate, so you'll need a roll for that. That's another natural 20. And that's <laughs> Three in a row. Lying. Three in a row. Okay, that's yeah. fine. I'm happy to... You, I trust you, and... Usually you get advantage um, when you're still uh, invisible, too. That's I am rolling at advantage because oh, yeah. I am invisible, so... Yeah. So you're through the gate, um, and if you're just headed straight towards the, uh, it's like the city watch outbuilding, yeah. uh, which mm -hmm. is within the walls, but not in the castle. Can you point that out on the map for me? It's basically like this little building right here. Perfect. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, can I walk in the building? Uh, you'd have to open the door. Okay, it's not open? Oh, of course not. Is there any windows on the side of the building that I can see in? Uh, yeah, there's a window. Uh, can I look in the window? Sure, yeah. There's, you Is... can see it's a barred window. Yeah, and, of course. And there are, there's a cage inside, and there's a desk, mm -hmm. and then there's some rooms that have more closed doors that you can't see in. Okay, is there anything in the barred room? in the one that's open uh so it's a large open room and in that mm -hmm. room there's the desk uh where the general is sitting the captain you mean or the general there's two um, okay all right you, you're enough. aware of this because you were escorted by like the captain was the one at the beach yeah and the general's the one who's sitting at the desk who kind of runs things 
So the general is there seated at his desk. There's another couple of guards in that room. And then there's a cage in the room. It's quite a large cage and it's empty. Is there any? It's empty? Okay. That's what was going to be my next question. Can I double around the back side of the building, see if if there's any windows into any of the other rooms, obviously, in that building? Um, No, the other other rooms in the building don't have any exterior windows. Okay. Is there a secluded corner here? corner of that room no a secluded area that i can see within about 100 uh about 90 feet from this building that i can kind of like become visible and somewhat protected Uh, yeah sure yeah there's you can basically you have free reign throughout this whole space Mm -hmm. yeah uh, as long as you don't enter a building um, yeah. No, um, I just want to become visible, and I want to start messaging again. Okay. Okay. So, say you're really gonna not like me after this day. Say right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like in between the castle wall and the backside of the uh, the city watch building. Yeah. Like it, like even if like in between kind of just like right in between the building and the castle is yep. where you're meaning. Yeah. Yep. Okay. As long as it's a secluded corner out of eye lines, eyesight line. How much longer do I have on my invisibility at this point? Like 40 it's minutes. It lasts an hour. So yeah, maybe yeah. You have 40 minutes. Okay. Um, For the next 20 minutes, can I walk around the castle seeing if I can spot guards or Sir Zed anywhere? Oh, while you're still invisible? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm trying not to be ridiculous with my spell slots. Right, so as as you walk around, you see Mm -hmm. that there there are many guards. Mm -hmm. Some of them are off-duty, at rest are Mm -hmm. sitting around a a small cooking fire some of them are on the wall they are on duty Mm -hmm. um the castle itself um is heavily guarded Um, but most of the um guards on the walls are facing out and not in yeah yeah i just want to take a quick look to see if i could spot um sir zed around here at all Okay, so. yeah, the people that you see and look and um, you don't see uh, Paladin or uh, Aarakocra. Okay, um, yep. But so in, the, in that 20 minutes, make another mm-hmm. stealth roll. Yeah. That's another 21. Okay. And so, yeah, there's probably 20 or 25 guards that you see, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. none of them have passive perception to beat that to beat it yeah so i will walk back to my spot between the two buildings and i will uh take a big deep breath and i will use the sending stone to whisper and tell barn and he will hate this because he's not here to respond it's like i'm in the castle keep i'm gonna see if they have andros bard in the back i'll let you know when i'm done be quiet okay be careful 
Thanks, Gore. That makes it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like nothing like gut wrenching butterflies right now, knowing I'm gonna do something stupid. Um, I will cast message, and I will cast it to Andros. I will say, Andros, are you there? Respond. Hey, which direction are you pointing? Into the back rooms, where I assume the cells are okay. of that building. Okay. Um, you get no response. I'll cast it again, and like I'll like methodically go so like I like will pass the entire building if he's not in the building. Okay, you get no response. That's I'll cast message, and I will message the general in the building. Okay. Yep, he's there. You. you... What time of day is it? Hmm. Is it is it afternoon? It's probably afternoon. Oh, no, it's probably late well, morning I, now. Yeah, I don't think it's afternoon yet because you headed out early right in the away. morning. Yeah. And the only stop you've made is at the temple. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably still only about nine. Mm-hmm. I'll message the general, and I'll say good morning, general. Uh, my name is Orlier Kurga. I'm looking for my Luxodon friend, Andros. You wouldn't have happened to seen him yet, would you? Orlier. You can respond to this message. Orlier. Uh, uh, yes, I, I remember um, questioning you and uh, another fellow. Uh, why don't you come in and we can have a chat? I'll message back. I'll just say I'm good right now unless we can chat peacefully and all of your men can leave the building and I can leave the building when we're done talking because I have not done any harm to, harm to this city neither has my friend unless you would like to take a walk out of your building and maybe we can meet face to face away from prying eyes um if secrecy is what you need, um, just let me know where you are and I'll come to you. That's fine. Send all of your men out of the building. That will be enough. And, and uh, a moment later, you see um, three guards leave the, leave the building. And they seem to be um, quite pleased that they just got like a free coffee break. Right after yeah. they just had coffee break. Perfect. I will. Um... I will message again. And I say, that's good. You're a man of your word. I'll be in there in a second. Feel free to turn around and enjoy the peace and quiet where you are. Please don't face the door. That would be most disruptive. And I will get up from my spot and let the guards walk away at least 40 feet. And I will get up, hug the wall, and go around and enter the building. Okay. Are you still invisible? Nope. Nope. I cast a spell, so it's dropped. Okay. So you enter the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's standing at the door looking out the window. And he's now lit a cigar. Oh. Sorry for all the cloak and dagger, so to speak. 
it's not easy trying to find someone so large in such a city so big, as I'm sure you're aware. Uh, you have uh, new information as to the incident that happened the night after, or the night before. A little bit. Um, perhaps you'd care for a drink for this one. Uh, uh, do you have a pair of glasses you could have? I'm sure you've got one, knowing yeah, your stature goes, here. So he goes to his desk, and there's a couple of shot glasses in the drawer. Yeah. And he pulls them out. He's smoking oh, a cigar. Cool. Of course, he of course he has drinks. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, he's gonna have a bottle of something here. Um, uh, just hold on. Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Um. Just give me a half second. I just need to go back in my note page four times because I haven't updated some few things. Perfect. Yep, I still got that. Awesome. Uh, and I'll pour, I'll grab rummage in my bag and I'll pull out a bottle of strong alcohol. I'll pour two glasses. And I'll say, I'll grab a glass and motion to, for, and I'll pick up both and I'll hand one to him. And I'll, okay. uh, me to and I'll toast it. I say to your long health and mine as well. And I'll drink the drink. Okay, he will join you. Now, what is this all about? So, I know you're investigating the murder of the duck uh, master, correct? Yes. And did you know how shady the captain was, or the master of the docks were? Um, no. Uh, what What is this about uh, Ered? So you know he was fencing goods he stole off the boat, boat correct? No, this is news to me. Uh, where did you get this information? Oh, come on. You're the general. You happen to know this. You know my friends were saw leaving the tent. That's why you're looking for them, and so am I. Yeah, we we were aware that he there was a murder and that um, someone tried to cover it up. That is correct. Their foolishness and haste will be their downfall, believe me. So, so would you, you like to actually to... know what happened that night? I would. Perfect. Takes out a, a paper and starts to jot notes. So the night of the captain's or dockmaster's death, we arrived in town after the longest journey I have seen in my ears made it to this lovely city of yours a few of my friends went for a walk on the beach saw the sights the dock master approached they uh, were asked if they uh, were interested in some goods 
Now I know two and two don't get go together here, but why does the Dockmaster have so many goods in his tent that he's selling? Perhaps you should search maybe some ledgers of his and whatnot to see if he's actually the owner of them and not stealing them off the boats, so to speak. Mm. Would I know what happened that night? Is my companions were trying to do business when things went south. They defended themselves and the Dock Master was not so lucky. And when you say um, your friends, are you referring to uh, the Tabaxi and the Loxodon? Ah. The Tabaxi and the Loxodon. They are my friends, yes. Now, I have answered some of your questions. Your turn. Where's the Loxodon? Well, we are holding the Loxodon. Um, he, um, he turned himself in. Um, good old Andros turning himself in. Could I, could I speak with him today? If that would be so bold to ask, I have told you a great deal of knowledge. Uh, we generally don't allow visitors. I know, but call it a favor. Okay, make a persuasion roll. Oh, thank goodness. That dice rolled from a 3 to a 17 for a 24. And um, he, he motions with his glass. And he's like, perhaps I can make an exception. He kind of holds pour, I'll, pour, I'll pour another glass. I said, if anything, I am... An accommodating man, and I'll put and I'll pull pull the other bottle out, and I'll leave it on his desk. I says, "One gift for another." And um, he'll take the the drink, and he'll he'll drink, he'll sip the drink, but he'll put the bottle into the drawer where he pulled the glasses out. Yeah, and he'll he'll slowly close the drawer. He's like. Um, I have some work to do, but I can have um, a regiment take you down to see him. Now, for being so generous, going both ways, how am I to be assured that your regiment will be just as kind as you are? They are loyal to me, and they will do as I say. Fair enough. Just so you know, I don't intend to get my hands dirty here. But know that I, I will put a fight up if your men try and take me. I'm not inciting anything, I'm being honest. That's all. Well... My men will act um, as I order, 
unless they see anything that is untoward themselves. So if you um, behave yourself, there should be no problems. I'll nod my head and I'll say, you are a most generous man. I can see why you're in the position you are. Smart and clever. Sharp as a sword. Sword's edge. And I'll bow my head and I'll sit here and wait for your men to come find me. And I'll just, like, uh, put my glass back on his desk and just sit on a bench next to the window and wait. And he he enjoys uh, the rest of the drink and sits in silence and um, the three guards that had left, um, they mm-hmm. find their way back, you know, their coffee breaks over and they come back in and he directs them to uh, take you down to see Andros. Mm-hmm. So you leave with them? Yep. Just hold hey, on and- now. Give me like five minutes. I need to like actually furiously write notes down <laughs> of what happened here. Just give me a half second. It's being recorded too. I know, but my notes are much, much more in the moment. So <laughs> he might not be able to access this recording later. That's true. Yeah, like in two days. you around they lead you around to uh, this portion of the castle yep yep and um, there is another set of guards po- stationed at uh, uh, Port Callas mm-hmm. and, and they as they approach and explain uh, that they're to take you down into the dungeons and then the portcullis is raised, um, and you continue through this area here, and then down a set of a wide staircase that spirals down into the depths of the... I'm sure they're walking, like, uh, one in front of me, two behind me kind of a deal. Yep. So. And so um, you notice as you're... Um, walking down the staircase, the stone staircase down into the depths of the castle, mm-hmm. that the portcullis that had been raised for you to to enter is mm-hmm. lowered. Yeah, and you continue down the spiral staircase um, to another guard room at the bottom of the stairs um, mm-hmm. that has another group of guards in kind of a, not a mess hall, but kind of a a space with a small fire and uh, mm-hmm. uh, some, their weapons are against the wall. And there are two more guards at the end of the hall with another door that is locked. 
as they approach, it's almost like the word has gone ahead of them now. And the guards have unlocked the door by the time you reach it. Perfect. And as you go through the door, um, two guards who are following you stay in this room. Mm-hmm. And the, the the guards at the door lock the door behind you. And the one guard yep. that continues to lead you lights mm-hmm. a torch because it is now in this area, it is much darker. Yeah. And you are continuing down now um, another set of stairs um, as you see, um, like, there are no torches on the walls. This is a very dark um, stone, like brickwork. Um, and you're continuing down even further. And only the light of the torch is um, lighting this area. And the, the stairs turn again and go down even further. And now you're starting to see when it flattens out, there are um, cells, there are bars on uh, either side. Before we get to the bottom, I'll uh, raise my wand and I'll cast light on it. And I'll be like, it's quite wrong, quite all right. Save your torch. At least it'll be useful later in your watch. And I'll hold out the wand and it'll be like bright light. Everybody can see and I'll insist that he puts his torch out. Yeah, he's not going to put his torch out. You can, you can definitely um, light up your wand and it shows you a lot more. Now you can see into the cells mm-hmm. on either side. You can yeah. see that they're not very big cells, but you can see the entire... There's nothing hiding in the cell that you can't see because your light is much brighter than his little torch. Yeah. But he's not going to put his torch out. Okay. Um, so That's you can see that these cells are empty, and mm-hmm. as you approach them, um, any sort of skittering or, you know, rats or... You can hear um, critters just fleeing from the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this isn't, it's not like it's cobwebbed over. It's still, um, an actively, um, they actively use this, um, dungeon. So, um, even though the cells are empty at the moment, um, they, it's not like they are forgotten. Um, give me a perception roll. As you're walking through this um, row of cells, ten. <laughs> okay, um, like I said before, you notice the the animals or the um, critters that are scurrying. Yeah. Um, maybe a, a bat flies along the ceiling, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, that's what you see. And all of these cells that you're that are lined the sides of this corridor are locked. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the corridor, um, there is a steel door, and it's not barred. It's not a, a, a yeah, open it's like a bar. full steel, full steel, steel door, door um, yeah. with with a little um, sliding yeah sliding gate to, to open, and um, he will approach the door and slide the little. Viewing window open, mm-hmm. and then he'll stand there beside the door, and you can approach the door. 
I say what, I can't even walk in. You can lock it behind me. Quite all right. Uh, we were told that you were to have a conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm just I following like my orders. orders. I'm just following the orders. Come on, what what am I going to do down here? Open the door, lock me in. I'll wrap on it. I'll walk out. No harm, no foul. Can I persuade okay, you, him when I say that? Can, yeah, you can persuade him, but he's, he's got to go against his orders if... I love that dice tonight. That's another natural 20. <laughs> or 27. <laughs> okay, he says... Uh, I, I suppose it's okay, uh, but I, I don't have. I didn't bring the key. Fine, we have time. Okay, um, I, I'll run back and get the key. Promise. Yeah, I'll, I'll go get the key. You you can wait here and chat with yeah. him. I'll sure. come back with the key. Yeah, that's great. He Thank runs so off. Much. He runs off with his torch, but you still have light down there. Yeah. And the little slots open. How big is the slot? Uh, it's about two inches by fifteen inches. Is it big enough to slot? Send the sending stone through? Oh yeah. Be like Andros. Can you move in there? Okay, you look Andros. in. You look in. Um, there's no light in there. So. Your light is outside, so it's just a big I'll shadow. Stick, I'll stick the wand inside the thing. Okay. I'll just like poke, poke the... the wand through. And I'll be like, Andros. Okay, you poke the wand through, and the entire place lights up. Like, Or there? Is that you? Yes. Yes, you fool. What are you doing here? <laughs> You retard, I could ask you the same thing. Come on. What are you doing in here? Can you move? Come to the come to the gate. Uh, you hear some get, scraping sounds and it's taking a bit and shuffling. And these your uh hands, darkened your hands eyes. Tied? No, no. And you Perfect. see this? And I'll bring, pull out. I'll pull out of my uh, pack the sending stone, and I'll drop it through the gate. I'll say, "Catch this." What is this? It's a sending stone, so you can at least talk to the other half of your group that you left. This is how you do it properly. You see where I'm from. We don't leave our friends behind, no matter what hole they go into. For some of us are meant to walk into darkness and spread light like shadows. Didn't LaRue ever tell you? And you see these... Some things must die before they come back to life. Some things must bloom as others wane. You see Don't these leave old... Your friend again. You see these old eyes. Bags under their eyes. He looks older than you've ever seen him. And he, he looks intensely at you through the thing, and he goes, You weren't there. I saw right, right. an innocent man. Maybe not innocent, but I saw a man die that did not need to die. 
and my God believes in justice. That's what she taught me. I am not going to turn in my friends, but I will give this law their slab of meat for justice. That man had children. I was talking to the guards the other day. He had a family. Now what are they going to do? You're right. That man had children and a family. And what are they going to do? But the real question, Andros, is what should you have done? Should you have stepped between? Should you have broken up the conflict? My friend, there are many ways to turn a sword aside with a few words. Look where I am right now. Not a man has been torched. Not a neck spilt. I've walked in here of my own accord. I'm talking to you like I was two days ago. Some things happen um, too quickly. Now listen, old man, and listen good. You don't get to leave when you leave. You get to leave when we all leave. Remember, we need the wisdom of the old ones and the youth of the young ones. For the youth of the young ones spirit on the old ones, and the old ones show the young ones wisdom when they need wisdom. Who will give wisdom to that child that does not have a father? That is something we will all have to live with, Andros. People will die, a rock could fall out of the sky and kill me where I stand tomorrow. And what will happen for the person that I'm supposed to save the next day? People die every day, Andros. No! Every day they die. No. And he just... The eyes are right against the, the grill. And this intense, intense look from Andros. If this is the last thing I do on this world, earlier, I will fix this. I will find a way and undo this. I swear to you, to LaRue, and all the gods, I will undo this. Good. Your spirit is still strong inside you. I thought you might have lost everything while sitting in this hole. And you'll see earlier's head cocking side to side. That guard should be back sometime soon by now. You think he'd be uh, a little bit faster with, you know, walking back to here and there? Can you can you All do right, something? The, the guards start coming back, um, uh, but it's not one guard. You can see three torches are now that's approaching good. you. Yep, that's fine. Earlier. I left my stuff yeah. with the captain, and I had 200 Perfect. gold. I want you to find that family and give them that gold. That can be done. Can you do that for me? Sure. And tell... But, uh... 
tell our friends that they are still my friends, but there's something I need to do first. I need what to find. I need to find a way to fix this. To fix that man's death. To fix him. To bring him back to life. To undo uh, this. Him. Yes. Yes. To bring him back to life. And the high-level clerics of Pelor had no idea how to fix that. I talked to Zed when they were interrogating me. Mm -hmm. I'd mentioned it. He didn't say anything to me about it. If I bring him back to life, then uh, Dagger won't be guilty of anything. True. That is very true. Do you have a way of learning how to do that here in a cell? And with a pouty talk, no, I, no, I don't. Oh, you don't. Why are you an asshole think... all the time? Why, why do you have to like bring? You, you don't think maybe on this side of the door you could figure out a way to do that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Do you see why we need each other, Andros? Because sometimes we need to be told and yelled at that people don't need to die all the time. And then we need to be reminded that we don't always need to be held up on such a straight line. But sometimes we need to see things from the other side of the line to be able to see how to move forward. Because when there's a rock in the road and all you see is a rock, you have to walk to the other side to see that there's more line. Let me be the other side of the line, Andros. Let me help. That is why I'm here. That I, I came all this way just for you. There's a moment of silence. And he'll look past Orlier and he'll talk to the guard. I'm ready to talk. Good. So am I. Seems like we have a new day. There's a spring in my step. The air smells like shit down here, but I'm sure it's better upstairs. Okay. And then the three guards are, are now at the door uh, with their torches. And Andres, are you saying that you are ready to name names? I'm ready to talk about my role in that night. Perfect. Let's go talk to the general. He's quite a pleasant man. Have you not talked to him before? Huh. He, he let me walk all the way down here and talk to you. I'm not surprised. 
Well, these guards aren't, they don't have any um, orders to release you. So we can take your message back to the general, um, but we can't let you out. I will point my finger at the general, assuming I've got the right direction, and I will cast message and say, like, uh, hello again, it's Orlear here. Um, Andros would like to talk to you in person. Perhaps we could come up and meet you. You will be obviously surrounded by guards and myself, as uh, his elf interest is more important than um, making a point to me. And you'll hear back. So you were able to uh, convince him to speak. Convince? I wouldn't say convince, maybe point him in the right direction, so to speak. See? I am am willing to uh, take his statement once more. I can... I can have my guards uh, bring him back to the holding cell here in my office. Wonderful. I'll see you shortly. Are you attempting to leave now, or are you staying where you are? No, I will walk with Andros out to the general's keep, or the house. Okay, the... um, the message that you just had with the general wasn't mm-hmm. uh, out loud to the guards standing in front of you. And so, I will tell the guards that um, the general would like to see Andros in the holding cell of the uh, city watch building just outside. Yeah, we don't take we orders. Go there. You're right, you don't, but you do from the general. The message will come soon enough or we can start walking now. What are we going to do? unharmed lives in your hands I said we'd like to go talk to the general nothing more, nothing less okay, well uh, to expedite this section um, they aren't going to let you leave but the general will send someone down from his office out and around the building and down the stairs to direct his message Mm -hmm. um, via the chain of command and then Andros can be released uh, under guard back to the city watch building so it's not as simple as because you say so but yeah I will as soon as he comes down here and relays that message I said like See, we could have saved all that time. Nothing but faith in your system, right? Okay, and if you're happy to um, skip forward to the point where the guards place Andros in the holding cell within the um, the office. Um, um, I'd like to do one thing on our way out of the the cell area all the way up to the portcullis and back. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, Andros, it's going to be quite bright outside if you've been down here this long. Do you have any any of your clothing or a hood or something to put on your head just to shield your eyes before we come up? 
I do have the hood on my cloak. Good. That will be enough. And I'll put Are my hand on his shoulder. Here? I'll just put my hand on my shoulder and I'll just say, you're a good friend, Andros. Or, uh, or Lear. And I cast Guidance. As... I cast Guidance on Lear. As are you, Andros. Have they been uh, feeding you down here? I'll just be like making this small talk conversation as we're walking to the guard building to talk to the general again. I, I lost my nuts. As you, you lost more than that, my friend. <laughs> as you um, come into the courtyard area and you're now in full sunlight, mm -hmm. um, you can see that Andros's tusks have like this. Um, black kind of swirling spotted marks on them. The mm -hmm. ivory tusks that used to be white are now kind of speckled and splotched. Mm -hmm. And you make your way back around to the cage within the building. Yep. And Andros is uh, again locked in the cage. I'm assuming you still have the sending stone on you, Andros. Just making sure we don't lose the dang thing. Are are you asking me that? Yes. As in Gord. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. Andros okay. picked up the speaking <laughs> stone. Yes, I I, I had put it. Okay. I yep. put it in a pocket in my robe. Yep. Uh, Orlear will dig into his bag and uh, pull out a ration of like some like dried meats and a bit of like hard bread and like hand it to Andros as he goes in the cell. It's like eat up my friend. It'll be a long day today. We'll need your strength. I'll nibble on it on the way. Okay, so now you're in the cell and the general will continue his questioning and say to Andros so um, your friend here has loosened your tongue and you now have some more information yes I do I have uh, being in the cells given me some time to think I think I've calmed down from the uh, from the events of the night which kind of shocked me You'll hear uh, Orlier kind of snicker, calm down. <clears throat> sorry, I'm really sorry that came out completely wrong. I've never seen you like that before. It was a little hilarious on my end. And Andros will I, go. I apologize. Andros will go, <coughs> Dick. Um, and uh, so I was there that night, and I know you've probably heard different stories from different people but you're looking at the only person who was in that that is here that was in that tent and saw what happened our friends were with us um, it was me and my friend Dagger and we the were tabaxi. in the, the tabaxi we were in the tent and my, my friend was trying to barter a deal with this and master. who else was with you in the tent? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. And, uh, master. 
the dock master was there. Um, they were barting a deal, and and they were arguing, and the dock master didn't like the way the negotiation was going, so he drew a sword, and my tabaxi friend drew his sword in defense, and it was a basically a standoff. And from under the tent flap in the back, an old woman came into the tent behind the dockmaster. And as she stabbed him, slit his throat, she cackled and said, That is the last time you swindle me, this old woman. And we were just staring at her in shock. And, we, and she slipped out again. And... We thought, oh my god, we're going to get blamed for this. So we left. That's what happened. And you, uh, She slit his throat, you say? Well, I, I didn't see how she did it. She stabbed him or... God, there was blood everywhere. I don't know exactly what happened, but she came up behind him with some kind of a dagger or sword and ran him through. We didn't get a good... Uh, well, I didn't get a good look. It, it looked like an old woman. I'll pipe up. I say, Andros, how did the dock master get all those things he was selling? I don't know. He seemed to have a lot of stuff. No insightful check as to how the dock master got all that stuff in his tent. Didn't look like he had purchased it himself. Hmm. Okay. Andros, roll a deception check. Guidance on myself. Oh, no. oh boy. Uh, let's see. That's a D4, right? Somehow the, the guidance doesn't seem to be working. Eight. <laughs> oh, it doesn't work? Okay, then it's a six. So the Dockmaster... Um doesn't seem to believe your story uh the evidence of the physical evidence and the way the footprints were and the report that he got from his commander just the things aren't adding up and he isn't inclined to believe you i'll look at andros and like for someone so old you are silly to sometimes you should actually tell him what happened how you Try went down again. to the beach how you went down to the beach for a walk saw the dock master asked him what he was doing he brought you into the tent to sell now, now. You, i want to hear it from andros no don't lead him into the line of questioning let him speak for himself sure the killing blow was from the old woman I tell you the truth.
So if you bring, uh, if you have identified the murderer and you assist us in bringing him to justice, him, then you're free to go. There was a woman. Uh, so are you saying that you are inscripting me into the city guard? Am I being charged right now for anything? What am I being held for? You're not being held. So I'm free to go. Right. You're you're being held as um, because you have the answer and are unwilling to give us the culprit. You're you're. I don't have the culprit. I don't know who the culprit is. You just told us that you know uh, you're accomplice to this. No, I said an old woman did the killing blow. Okay, so you know who it is then. I don't know who it is. I told you, an old woman. What about this tabaxi fellow? What about him? Well, perhaps he knows. He didn't kill him. But he was there. He was there. We have been unable to question him. Oh, I don't know where he is. I've been in your jail. Or Lear? Oh, I know where he is. I also know where the old woman is, too. Do you know where the old woman is? I do. Well, you perhaps, find the, the old perhaps woman there's a way story. that we can question them uh, via your messaging. They are not nearly close enough for that. Now, hmm. I'll turn to Andros, and I will back up out of 10 feet of range, and I will take my mask off, lower my hood, and I will cast Radiant Consumption on myself. So my skin will feel like it's exploding and peeling at the part, at the, at the break, and my eyes will light up, and I will begin to radiate light, showing my celestial presence. And I will look at Andros and I say, suggest you tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth this time, including who went in the tent, what happened in the tent, because I've already heard from the old woman's mouth, how he had a sword at her neck, and the one walked back in and struck him down in self-defense and killed him on the spot, defending herself. I suggest the whole truth, Andros. Nothing more, nothing less. Let the system do its business. I know we are not at fault here. When someone has a blade to want my neck, I hope they do the same as well. For the okay. Dockmaster himself wasn't a clean man. The wares he had in his tent his, you're right. Where do you suppose he got them? Probably off the boats he checks every day for his job. So it wasn't like he was a good man. He didn't deserve to die, that's true. Those are choices he made, and choices have consequences. Now, Andros, once more, 
the truth. Okay, your um, your divine I take, radiance. I take two damage every six seconds. So, okay, so I'm going to have you roll intimidation. Sure. And even though this might not work in every situation, in this situation, that's what it's going to be. Okay. What do you? Okay, that's a twenty-three. Okay. And um, you're going to t uh, lose 10 hit points mm -hmm. for the, at this cost of you standing there and yeah. using your light to intimidate and make this statement. Um, and at the end of it, I will deactivate it and I'll be like, okay. take a big deep breath. Yeah. So you took the damage. Again. Oh, but no one else is in the radius to take the damage. Correct. Um, so with the intimidation, um, Andros can roll versus if you... Uh, otherwise, the intimidation is going to compel you to tell the truth. So what do you? What, that's an intimidation roll on my side? So if you still want to lie, if you still want to deceive... You can roll a deception to beat his intimidation roll. And what did you roll? Uh, 23. 23. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm impossible for me to get Charismatic caster. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's not impossible. Not impossible. you got to roll 5 at 5%. Yeah. Well, I'll guide myself. That's not happening. Guidance doesn't work. Rolled another four. Okay, so you now feel compelled to tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. I'll do a big sigh. So, tell me, LaRue. We went into the tent. Dagger was bargaining with the man. He, the tabaxi. Uh, they made a deal for a sword. Uh, There's some arguing about the what the payment was, and D Dagger walked out of the tent with the item. It was like a jewel or something. Um, Erad pulled a. Uh, sword out and held it to our other friend the old woman's neck and threatened to kill her and I believe if I remember correctly it happened so quickly um, the dagger came jumping back into the tent stabbed him in the eye to defend his friend and uh, uh, the fight was on and Erad ended up being killed so the old woman was a part of your friends she was 
part of our friendships, yes, part of our group. And the tabaxi was the one with the killing blow? No, I told you I was truthful. The old woman did the killing blow. The old woman, you say? Well, I have taken note, I've taken record of your eyewitness account. Um, but it still leaves us with uh, two suspects that are on the lam. Um, and you two are the closest to them. Um, would you be willing to hunt them down with the help of uh, the paladins? I don't think you're choosing your words wisely here, General. I could walk to my friends, talk to them, probably walk all the way meet and meet at a general location between the four of us, five of us. And we could have a discussion if you'd want. But hunt would, them down. Would you have them the meet right us? Way. Would you have them meet us in a public location? Sure. I could probably arrange that, so to speak. I know we're in the slums right now, but not for long. I had a few hours to see if I could find my friend. You can see I'm good at what I do, General. I don't think we're in the wrong here. I think some choices were made. And we're not always in the black here. I realize wow. we stand out and I realize you need to keep justice. I also realize that maybe your dock master wasn't so on the straight and narrow himself. And I believe there is room on both sides to come to an agreement. Maybe you have a problem we can deal with in retribution for bringing to light the actions that were going against the city of Neverwinter when you've got a chasm two miles wide in the middle of a city of a city that's just holding on by the thread as the attacks from Luskin keep coming down and other well, threats the way, going it, the way I see it there's been a murder and someone has to pay for this and I have to have someone has to hang someone has to uh, be responsible and I I am committed to make sure that the right person is at fault for this. And if you're telling me that you know who that person is, then I will let you two. Uh, but do you already know who's responsible? The dock master is responsible. If he wasn't fencing goods, stealing off the boats, none of this would have happened. That has yet to be proven. You making some strong accusations. Come on. What did Between you find in his tent? Say again? What did you find in his tent? Stolen um, goods, I presume? Actually, uh, there, was, there wasn't anything left in the tent. All the goods had been taken. Oh, you do know about the goods. 
as if there was nothing left, you would have said there was nothing in the tent, but all the goods were taken. Well, you know that, that they're learning were there. Ah. I will play the games. So if you're willing to set up a meeting, Orlear, yeah. um, mm -hmm. I will pick the location and the time, and you can go back to your party and we can meet at a location, a public location. Sure. But I think it is best if Andro stays here. Really? How am I? How am I to know if you um, are playing both sides and you go back to your party and, and uh, alert them to the situation? A kind of um, collateral. I get that. So you're holding an innocent person in jail. Innocent, but about, the, about you're the tie. You're the the one key that I have to solving this. Now you have two keys in front of you, sir. And I'm willing to let one of the keys um, go and find me a lock. Sure. I will do that. I'll stay here. Andros can walk back to our group. Andros doesn't know where your group is. He can, can figure that out. He has the tools. I have spells to find them. I will consider this. I have been nothing but generous and honest with you, General. Consider it a good favor. Very well. If you um if you wish to trade places with Andros, Andros can take the message to your friends. He will need his stuff because he will have to pay to get through some stuff. But um, I'm sure you're willing and capable to make that happen. Yeah, we have all of his effects. Oh. Good. Mm. Now, I believe you have some walking to do, Andros. Just kind of looks at uh, Orlear. Doesn't know what to say. Remember, the old and wise need to teach the young, and the young need to inspire the old. Time's ticking, my friend. And um, <clears throat> one of the, uh, the general will signal to one of the guards. And the guard will approach you uh, with a pair of manacles. Now, now. What am I going to do with those? I will oh. walk in there on my own. It's okay. I'm not running. And I'll just, like, walk up and walk into the cell and sit down. I won't let them put the manacles on. Okay. Well, their intention is to take you back down to the, the dungeon. This holding cell is is oh. uh, is not where they keep prisoners. It's just where That's they question them. I'll stay right here. Well, you said that you would stay in Andros's place, so 
We're going to yes. take you back down to the dungeon. Let's not change the deal. If you must. I don't recommend making me your enemy, General. After all, we both know how to play this game. Well, you, but that's fine. Playing I will your sit game. here. I will sit here in the holding cell. You can have a guard on me at all times. I don't need to go down there. We're doing this peacefully. Well, it could be a, a number of days before Andros returns. You know, <laughs> days. It will be the next. I can guarantee it. I can't have this holding cell uh, occupied. I have to have it available in case I need to use it. You're going to have to go to the dungeon. This is just a temporary cell, and I can't have it be a permanent spot. Andros is looking at O'Lear like he's about to do something. Andros is still in the cell, and O'Lear is not in the cell because... They oh, I'm have in the to cage. The cell to put you in it. I'm in the cage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Orlear is out of the cage. Andros is in the cage. And Orlear wants to go in the cage, but the general is insisting that he go back to the dungeon. The cage is a temporary mm -hmm. um, holding cell that he can't have occupied. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. are you willing? to go back to the dungeon and he'll release Andros to go to find your friends. Put the manacles on me. Let him out now in front of my own eyes. Okay. I don't know the deal's going sideways either. Okay, very well. So the guard will manacle you and you willingly let him put the yeah. manacles on. And at mm -hmm. the same time, another Another guard will unlock the cage, and the general will fetch the uh, Andros's effects that are have been boxed up in the little crate in the uh, storage room off to the side. You can see that he is doing uh, what you have asked. I'm putting, uh, I'm putting the, all the the stuff on. Okay, Andros is getting dressed with his accoutrement, and um, the general motions. See, like... I will. I will say to the general, though, I think you should release his manacles, and I'll cast command on him. Command doesn't work. Andros feels really like he's just. His eyes are blinking. He's confused. So the other guards, there's three or four guards here in the room, um, in addition to the one that just put the manacles on you, and they will mm -hmm. start to usher you back around the outside of the building, around the courtyard. Andros or Orlear? Orlear. Andros okay. is being let free. Yep. Orlear is being... Um, guided back towards the dungeon. I'll be like, I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. I'll, I'll look back at Orlear with this confusion in my in my face. 
make sure to bring everyone with you. Remember, I'm counting on you this time. And I'll head the head with the guards back down to the. There's, there's a look of panic on Agnes's face. <laughs> Okay, so Andres, you have all the same items you had before, and you now have that sending stone, and you're being led out of the uh, walls of the castle, the exterior walls, and down towards the bridge. Uh, okay, I'll walk across the bridge into town, and I'll... I'll uh... I'll hang out at a corner right about here, and yeah. I'll just look back over the bridge to see if anyone's following me. Uh, the guards that have led you down this way, they stop at the posting on this bridge, and they just let you go there, and you continue down the bridge by okay. yourself. And I'll just wait there for about five minutes just to see, if you know, peeking around the corner just to see if... Like, I should be able to see someone coming across the bridge, and, uh, and I don't, just to make sure. And I'll start heading back to where I think they are, but not all the way. You do have a sending stone on you. Yeah. Or, or Lear, you, you're going to go willingly to Andros' yep. cell? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Andros will just start cursing. As you walk um, through the, the celled area where I had you mm -hmm. roll a perception check before, yeah, um, I'm going to let you make another perception check, but um, it's just by a torchlight this time because you okay. don't have a light spell going. This one I rolled much better, fifteen. It's still. I mean, I enough. have. I have like 120 foot dark vision, so yep. it's not like I, I can't see anywhere that's not low light, but yes. Right, and I just, I want to give you that opportunity to roll there, but the DC yep. is set, so I'm, I'm not going to change oh, that. Okay. Yep. Uh, so you're led back to the cell, Andros. Yep. Um, this is probably a good point where we can pick up well, I'll, I'll, I'll end it right where I'll just, I'll go into an alley and yeah. I'll rummage in my pocket and I'll just say into the stone, where the fuck are you guys? Thanks for listening to Perilous Pursuits. Be sure to check out our website at perilouspursuits.com for new episodes, news, and other information. In the meantime, go take your hook horror for a walk. Give your homunculus a big hug and go play some D&D. &D.